Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. Paul has it. Throws it over on the side. Booker at three-point rings, but he's going to wait for his teammates. Now he's going to shoot the three. Shazam! He Booker, 20 points, four three-pointers. Paul gets behind the DA screen, takes it over on the right side, out to Booker, straightaway three. Shazam! Go! Booker's unbelievable. Seven three-pointers. And the rebound's tipped out. Suns have it. Get it to Booker for three. No good. Rebound DeAndre Ayton. Over in the corner. Here is Chris Paul for three. You got it. Shazam! Phoenix Suns, two games to none on the Bucks after a 118-108 victory. Devin Booker leading the way with 31. Bridges gave him 27. And the Suns, PK, 14 down, two to go. So close they can taste it now. Oh, you don't know how good that feels for this lifelong Suns fan. <laughs> You just get chills thinking about it? Yeah, man. It's like people around here, they want the Jazz to win it all. Well, this is what I was brought up on. I'm a native Sundander. Native what? Sundander. Antetokounmpo went off. Had a decent game, game one. Had a huge game, game two, but... Drew Holiday, 7 of 21. Chris Middleton, 5 of 16. Nobody really went with him. Yeah, Connaughton had a nice game off the bench. Well, I saw a stat, and I thought of you because you're a stat boy. Middleton, in the playoffs this year, first two games averaging 17. Game three on, 27. So he's just got to find himself in a series, huh? He figures it out. I have no idea what the uh, thing is, but my point is I don't think this is anywhere near being over. I mean, Phoenix is not an invincible team. You look at somebody like a Mikael Bridges, who looked really good, obviously had a lot of confidence uh, in the way he played. 27, how many times is he going to do that uh, in, in, the, in this postseason, particularly out on the road? Now you can play that game. Well, Aiton wasn't much of a factor. I thought Aiton was so soft early. Man, jeez. Show some aggressiveness, for goodness sake. And they had that Monty, dominate. You don't have to dominate through stats. Dominate on your presence. I'm, Basically paraphrasing what he was saying there. So certainly he could play better. Uh, Torrey Craig went down. Suns lose another guy. That's two guys out of their rotation now that are gone with him and Sarge. I assume Craig is going to be unable to play. Maybe he can. Hopefully for his sake and his team's sake he can. So the point that I'm making is, again, this series is far from over. I don't think anyway. I think Milwaukee's certainly capable of winning four out of five. So if Craig can't go, then it's the Kaminsky show, or they keep just playing huge minutes? They put in this guy Nader, Abdul Nader, who had been hurt for a good portion of the year. He's usually the one who steps in, maybe Eton Moore a little bit, if you're looking for guys off the bench who haven't played. Chris Paul played 41 minutes, Aiden played 42, and Booker played 44. So they don't need a lot from their bench. They just need a little bit of something for a few minutes. Yeah, and they got three days off now, so yep. uh, it's an opportunity to rest, and why wouldn't you play big minutes for sure? And Crowder hits his shots. When he hits his shots, the team is a lot, lot better. I mean, it's just it's almost like it's a bonus. You get bonus points if that ball finds its way in. 
my wife got there uh, a tad late, and uh, he hit his first shot, and then he rises up for a second. No! I said, no, he's going to make them tonight. <laughs> Your wife coaching the team from a state away. I like it. He's usually uh, either he's on or he's off. And that was the voice of 88-year-old Al McCoy. He's 88 now? Yeah, he's 88. Wow. Yeah, he's 88. Shazam! Man, I got 30 years to go on this gig. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet! I, just, I don't even have way through. Why did Marv Albert get out then? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Marv's a pop. Well, Marv was having to travel a lot. But Al doesn't travel. He doesn't travel he, in the postseason. Doesn't he just do home games? I think he does. He did, in the postseason, he did. But I wonder if he'll call it a career if they win it all. He has, at that point, seen it all. Oh, I've seen it all. Game three, Sunday in Milwaukee, 6 o'clock on ABC. Damian Lillard telling reporters he has no intention of being traded from the franchise. He said, anything I have to say, I'm going to say directly to Neil. And that's the Blazers GM, Neil Olshey there. I'm going to address it directly with my team. There's really nothing else I have to say about it. He's getting quizzed about it at the USA training camp in Las Vegas, gearing up for the Olympics. I'm at a job at the Jersey Shore. It's a big slide. You take the burlap bags, you go up the top, and you slide down, right? That was a thing back in the day. Yeah, and it was literally right on the Still beach. Still a thing. On the, on the shore. Uh, in Ocean City, New Jersey, outside of Philadelphia, about an hour, and just south of uh, Atlantic City, where my parents spent their honeymoon. And... Uh, this guy at the top was wanting to get the attention of uh, somebody at the bottom. He's here, Neil! Neil! He looks down at this 12-year-old girl, and she's kneeling on the bag. You're supposed to sit with your butt down, because that's how you don't go down kneeling. And but he's yelling, Neil! <laughs> so I kneeled! <laughs> stuck with me all these years. Anytime I hear somebody say, Neil, I think of that story. Yeah, she must have been petrified, because it's a good drop. In order to get the, because they have people you to help you on, yeah. and then people help you off, right? Big drop to get you started. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, you had to yell to get the, the guy's attention down at the bottom. She must have been petrified when when that guy was screaming, "Kneel!" <laughs> I don't want to kneel. I want to sit like everybody else. Fortunately, we caught her in time because that could have been a disaster if she would have knelt as opposed to sit with your butt down on there. That's the way you ride that thing. So, Yak, it's still a thing. Where's the closest one? Well, I'm at the State Fair yeah, every year. Yeah, State, State Fair. Fair. Any of the local, yeah. you know, all those celebrations during the summer. Carnivals. All of them, yeah. Okay. Uh, type of thing. There's a permanent site near where I grew up. I've been near on my elementary school, three so tore, far this year. They tore that down. Really? Well, my, 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 kids, my kids How can it be slides. a permanent site if they tore it down? It didn't make any sense. It was there for years and years <laughs> as opposed to open for one week. Permanent, but it was torn down. As opposed to being open for a week at a fair. It used or to be. Yes, it used to. <laughs> Orlando Magic need a new coach. They're looking at Mavericks assistant Jamal Mosley. Reported very, very close. Got the seal of approval from Luka Doncic after seven years as a assistant with the Mavs. I have no idea who Jamal Mosley is. Nope. I'm sure he's a fine young man. 42 years of age, I think. So he's young. I don't remember him playing in the NBA. I don't know if he did. Uh, I looked him up yesterday when I heard the name. Played at Colorado back when they were in the Big 12. If it would have been Pac-12, I would have I would have certainly known about him. But, you know, I good. It's, uh, it's good to see fresh meat 
you never know what's going to happen. Like I was thinking about this uh, today, uh, driving in this morning. Uh, the Giants manager who got fired by the Phillies. You know, they go, well, man, he got the job so quick. I, I, he just got fired by the Phillies. Well, why would they do that? Well, look at him now. <laughs> They're rolling. So you never know when the new hire getting their yeah. first shot is going to take off. No matter who it is, players got to play well. That's one thing that is certainly for certain. Net star James Harden, who was in Paris for Fashion Week, was stopped by police on Thursday but not arrested, never taken into custody. Reports say Harden tried to intervene, was stopped, and then let go as American rapper Little Baby was detained for allegedly transporting drugs, according to the city prosecutor's office. You ever want to go to Paris for Fashion Week? I went to Paris looking for answers. And? Questions that bothered me so. It's a Jimmy Buffett tune. Little Baby. I guess if you're named Dominique Jones, why wouldn't you want to be a Little Baby? DJ PK. Hashtag NFL. You know, he's one of my best friends, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm going to full court press the guy when he's a free agent. Like, there's no doubt I'm offering whatever I got to offer. I'll buy him a car, buy whatever I got to do. I'm going to offer that man. And because I know he'd fit in great with the receivers that we have here. Uh, I'm allowed to say those things. Our organization isn't, you know, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think he's one of the best. He's the best receiver in the NFL. So, all and, and I, honestly, I'm focused on trying to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl and hopefully he's in it so I can beat his butt too, you know, and uh, you know that's the plan and then recruit him over to the dark side a little bit. That is Raiders quarterback Derek Carr saying he will help pursue Devontae Adams when Adams is a free agent. It's a little bit of man bites dog to that story if Adams is a free agent and one of the top five receivers in the NFL last year and receiving yardage, well, who wouldn't be interested? But Carr says absolutely. He's all in on recruiting Devontae Adams. Well, I think that maybe there was a little separation there is, uh, according to Derek Carr, the relationship that he has with Adams. It's a, probably a little bit different and tighter than whatever team. Apparently, according to him. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes said his surgically repaired toe is feeling great. That's the quote. Is feeling great. She prepares to play in the American Century Celebrity Golf Championship in Lake Tahoe this weekend. So play that course. Yeah. On the shores of Lake Tahoe. Yes, I was uh, in my early 30s, and we took a vacation. I had a little Nissan truck, and we took a vacation, and we just went up uh, Highway uh, 1 there, 101 uh, Pacific Coast Highway, and made our way over to Tahoe. So we didn't have a lot of money. We were literally camping. And we stayed in no hotels except my uh, high school and college roommate lived in uh, Sacramento. So we stayed there. Uh, but uh, so I went and went and played it. It was like 115 bucks, which is an enormous amount of money to play golf no matter what age you are, I think. But especially back then when I didn't have much money. And uh, so we put it there because we wanted to play it. We've seen it on TV, blah, blah, blah. Beautiful course. And... Guy says, well, you got about a half hour or so before your tea time. You want to hit some balls? Sure. Uh, I said, 10 bucks for a large bucket. I said, dude, I ain't got no more money, man. <laughs> I just assumed the range balls were for free. Because normally when you pay that kind of dough, the range balls are for free. This isn't a muni where it's an extra buck for a bucket. <laughs> I was going to say. 
No, because uh, a, a couple one, years two, earlier was my 30th birthday when we went to Palm Springs and played La Quinta and the Range Bowl. And that's the first time I paid over 100 bucks. I don't like doing that very often. And the Range Balls were for free. In many places they are. So I was shocked. I said, ah, I'll pass, man. I, I I'll eat. go putt and chip. I, I want to eat today. <laughs> Broncos quarterback Drew Locke was driving through Kansas this week. Had to avoid a bouncing tire, according to the Kansas Highway Patrol. But a lug nut from the tire embedded itself in his windshield shattered the glass. Yeah, that stuff's very dangerous. Some people just died uh, just uh, uh, north of here. Something fell. I don't remember what it was, but it was just like this last while, a little while back, right? I saw something somewhere about that, and that that loose stuff. Loose stuff on the roadway. Yeah. A lemma had that with a brake drum. The picture, that lug yeah. nut is just embedded in that glass. It was nuts. I was down driving to San Hollow on that little road off of uh, Highway 9 in Hurricane. Okay. And the I uh, had uh, a rent-a-car rent because I was actually going down there for a Pac-12 media and stopped to play golf. And motorcycle passed me. And a piece of the rybar just shoots up right at the car. Just makes a huge, huge dent in the right below the bumper and smacked off the glass. But fortunately, there was nothing that uh, happened to the windshield. I mean, that scared the crap out of me, man. I had to call Scotty to tell him because it was a rent a car that I got through work and to take down there. And man, it was dangerous. And then one other time, I was entering the uh, gorge from the Mesquite side, or I guess it would be the Arizona side, and there was a truck in front of me and a chair. Like a chair that you would just sit at a dinner table, falls, and it bounces, and then bounces right over my car. Brutal. I know. Wow. Fortunately, Brutal. on that one, man, you, you, those things are nasty. Secure your load, people. No question. Secure your load. I was driving down to BYU for a game back when they were playing Thursday games years ago, before the NFL took over Thursday nights. And there was a huge traffic jam, worse than the usual, just commute traffic. It was someone had lost an entire, like a, a bedroom chest, drawers, and it was sitting in the middle of the road between the second and third lanes. And everybody's breaking and slowly going around it. And it fell out of a truck. I had one of those happen just a few months ago. All right, just because I told the story didn't mean that both of you guys had to. I'm just saying. Yeah, we'll just listen. You just keep talking. We'll just sit here and listen. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Gott's first pitch to Adele. Line to the left center field, base hit. Here comes Jay with a tying run. Here comes Dice with the winning run. Show Adele comes through on the very first pitch. And to correct myself, that was Cicchini scoring the tying run and Jay scoring the winning run, not Dice. Now Scherzer comes set. The 1-2 pitch is hit in the air to deep right field. Oh no, you better believe it. It's going to go. A grand slam for Daniel Camarena in his second major league at bat. Off of Max Scherzer. And it's 8-6. to six. The pitch swung on, hit high, hit deep to left center. This ball
Highlights from around Major League Baseball and the minors. Here's Steve Klauke with the Bees coming from six runs down to beat the Sacramento River Cats 10-9. Game two in the series is tonight at Smith's Ballpark. 6.35 p.m. Get your tickets at SOBs.com or listen to the game here on the Zone Sports Network. Also in there, you heard Daniel Camarena hit the grand slam off Max Scherzer. Camarena had come on as relief pitcher. And he gets his first major league hit, and it's a slam. And the Padres had been down 8-0. That was part of the big seven-run fourth. They come back and win the game 9-8. Yeah, what a game that was. You have Scherzer and Darvish, two star pitchers. Both of them get lit up. Naturally, it's 8-8 after four innings if you've got Darvish and Scherzer. That makes perfect sense. I know. It's crazy. And then the bullpen shut everything down. The Padres got the the run to break that 8-8 tie in the ninth inning. Bullpens were good. See the video of his brother filming, jumping up and down? Mm-hmm. Had family there. He grew up in, in Benita. Yeah. Not far from there. So, a hometown kid. It's not only his first, it very well could be his last because uh, middle relievers don't usually bat very often. <laughs> no, they don't. He's not going to have a lot of major league at bats. Mariners uh, rookie Logan Gilbert, one hit over seven innings. The Mariners shut out the Yankees 4-0, avoid the sweep at home. Then the Yankees coming out of the dugout. They were upset, PK. Got a hit batter in there. Barely hit. It looked like the pitch just kind of brushed. if you will. Grazed the shirt. But then there was some talking, going to first base, and it was coming out just flexing, looking tough. Yeah, do it for show. I'd stand behind Stanton and Judge if I was a Yankee. (laughs) That'd be a good place to be. You two are enormous. I'll be over here. That game was on MLB Network yesterday afternoon. I was watching some of it. Colorado beat Arizona to avoid the sweep 9-3. Oakland, two in the first to beat the Astros. Houston going to hold off Oakland in the L West. We're coming up on the All-Star I'm break here. dogfight. When you got the lead at the All-Star break, you're usually in good shape. Well, depends. Uh, let me see what's going to happen trade deadline. Tends to be a lot of action and movement. As far as that goes. Oakland gets the win. They move within four and a half games of the first place Astros. The Cubs woes continue. Phillies beat them eight to nothing. They're like minus 50 in run differential over the last 13 games. Just getting buried. Got one win in there. Houston Astros shortstop Carlos Correa, second baseman Jose Altuve announced yesterday they will not be attending the Major League All-Star Game in Denver next week, both named to the American League squad as reserves. Seems to be catching on here, PK. Well, Altuve said he had an injury and Correa, is, uh, his wife, is uh, pregnant. Marlins are going to pick up Don Mattingly's uh, option, bring him back to manage the team in 2022. And Major League Baseball has extended the administrative leave of Dodger pitcher Trevor Bauer for another seven days as the investigation into sexual assault allegations against him continues. Uh, I know some people who work for the Dodgers, and I'm hearing that he may never pitch for the Dodgers again. Never, ever. So they'll let Major League Baseball handle this until they don't, and then the Dodgers will make their move. Just shut them down for the year and move them in the offseason. Yeah, because I think right now it's it's out of the Dodgers' hands. I don't know that. They didn't know that to be true is what they're saying. They're thinking that, saying yeah. it's a definite. 
What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Time to welcome back in Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing today? Uh, you know, it's just hot and we're trying to stay in air conditioning. <laughs> it's like everybody else. Andrew, you're here with Wasatch Medical Clinic, breakthrough treatment that does not involve a pill, injections, or surgery. What can you tell us about it? Well, we are helping so many guys struggling in the bedroom. I know this is a sensitive topic, and I talk a lot about the blood flow and how our wave therapy repairs blood vessels. It gets guys off of the pill. But when I step back and look at what's really happening, I really think overall happiness and sense of well-being is improving. ED, erectile dysfunction, has such a ripple effect on the man, uh, his relationship, his significant other. It's fun to see guys go through our treatments, and they leave the clinic almost like a new person, you know? Head held a little higher. Uh, They can perform better in the bedroom. That's what our treatments do. If you're frustrated, if you're experiencing any degree of erectile dysfunction, our uh, wave therapy is backed by 40 studies. We can improve your blood flow, and we can get the intimacy back on track. So what are the top causes of ED? We do see a lot of the same things over and over. I would say diabetes, prostate issues. There's some injuries that we see over and over again. Uh, But it's happening to guys younger and younger, or maybe they're admitting it more and more now. And you're more normal than you think. I bet if you're out there thinking, I'm too healthy, I'm too young, uh, all your friends, they're probably struggling as well. So don't feel like there's something wrong with you. Guys, put a stop to your ED. Call Wasatch Medical right now to claim a free offer. Tell them about the offer. Yeah, there is a lot for free today. And by the way, leave your wallet at home. There is no charge. Call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment and exam free. The blood flow ultrasound, that's with our doctor. Uh, he gives you the little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Worth the trip, guys. And if you're feeling like ambition in the bedroom is down a little bit, we do the blood work and testosterone totally free to our patients. I know guys spending thousands of dollars on that, by the way. It is all free. Call us now. 801-901-8000. The number for Wasatch Medical is 801-901-8000. That's 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. The Big Show show. with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. College football is close. I'll be excited when camps open up. We're not that far away, We're really not. If I had to pin you down to one thing that you're looking forward to this football season. I'm going to start with the obvious, a full slate of games. It'll be great to have a normal football year. Can't help but think about where we were at this point last Uh, year. And the debate on whether or not football was actually going to happen, in what way, shape, or form. It was just such chaos. I'm looking forward to not talking about that and talking about, hey, Gordon, how do you think the running back is going to play? Yeah. You know? The first normal football season in two years. I'm very much looking forward to it. Couldn't agree more. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are brought to you in part by Mark Miller. DJ PK in the morning is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Question of the morning. How many of us, look around, look at the people on the freeway to your left and to your right. How many of us think 
It's the Jazz who should be up 2-0 in the finals. So our Jazz. 2-0, two big wins, feeling good, headed to Milwaukee. If they played Milwaukee in the finals, they would be up 2-0. Paul says, as a lifelong Jazz fan, no. This Jazz team hit a retaining wall. Respect to Phoenix. Still rooting for the Bucks. Why? Got a half dozen thumbs up and heart emojis for that. Why in the crap would you be rooting for the Bucks? Does not explain. Rick is diametrically opposed to Paul, without a doubt. The healthy Mitchell and Conley, and it would be 2-0 Jazz. That, that's what you expected when you put that up there. Belief. Faith. I have very little faith. Uh, who knows? Jim says, I really feel like we missed the golden chance this year. Oh, no question. A lot of injuries, no super team, looked wide open. After years of looking up at the Warriors, completely stacked. Remember when they hugged when they got the best record along the uh, benches area there? They clinched the best record, and it was going to mean something. And then Phoenix sliding in there at number two. Gets injured Lakers, gets injured Nuggets, gets injured Clippers. Good times. And they take care of Biz. Now, the Bucks are all healthy, right? They're not missing anybody. Wow, who's that? Uh, DiVincenzo they're missing, I guess. So that is one guy, but I mean. One role guy. He's down the bench there. Right now, the Suns have a couple of guys out themselves. So the nucleus of the Bucks is intact, and Ange Takumbo got to stop shooting threes, man. Just don't do it, buddy. Don't do it. You're unstoppable with the spin move. You're right on top of the basket with one little move. And away you go. And you had some nice baseline turnaround shots that look good. Uh, You're erratic at the free throw line. If I'm the Suns, fire them up as many threes as you want. We'll get out of the way. We'll stand still. We'll risk it. Yeah. It's just not happening for him. I don't know why he does that. Uh, when he's so electric with these other moves that he has. But anyway, he's playing at a high, high level, so he's not injured. So if they win against the Bucks in this series, you can't say, well, it's because of injuries, at least to this point anyway. Uh, but you, just, you never know how things are going to play out. That's the beauty of sports, I suppose, is they were so excited to get the number one seed, and it was such a big, big deal. And it didn't matter. And the Suns? Don't think they they haven't needed it yet. I mean, they won twice in Clipper building, at least once, if not twice, in the Laker building, same building, and then they won twice in Denver because it was a sweep, right? It was 4-0, if I remember correctly. Yep. So we'll see what they can do when they go back to Milwaukee. But, yeah, if you're a Jazz fan, the, it seemed like everything fell into place for you. And you didn't get it done. But was that because we were ignoring the Suns? Because the, the Jazz were yeah, zero three against the Suns. Big deal. Then at least get to the conference final. Right, but the question was: Would the Jazz be two up, two zero in the finals? Brandon says, with Donovan injured and Conley recovering, I think you mean zero two. Even if we didn't flake out against the Clippers, without those guys, it would have been a clean sweep by Phoenix. Well, I think they would have played though. 
Mitchell didn't miss a game, and Conley had just come back. So why would we be without those guys? James says the Jazz couldn't beat the team that got destroyed by the Suns. Even if they bothered to make any effort at perimeter defense against the Clippers, they were not beating the Suns. Why not? Why not? Why are they not beating the Suns? Sue says because Phoenix is better and the Suns deserve to be dipped 2-0 against any other oh, there's team. There's no question they do. I mean, they are. Of course they are. So, of course you deserve it because that's exactly what you are. I agree on that. I, I just don't know that the Suns are a slam dunk, no question, better than the Jazz. I, I, I can't go there. We'll never know. I can't go there, though. All right. Buckle up, as Bowler would say. Here he comes. Rick the Dishwasher weighing in. Rick, you calling from Niagara Falls? What's going on? Yeah, actually, I'm just coming out of the car wash. <laughs> well, it's good to get the car washed for the weekend. Yeah. Three seconds. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah, the blower at the end. And you got to wait until you get to zero because you're paying for the blower. So you might as well wait and get every last second that you paid for. It just stalled. Unbelievable. Oh, there's just no way, man. It's like the jazz. We had it all set up. We never thought ever was right there. We're going to cruise right through to daylight, and then it stalls. Right at the end. All right. So, I mean, the future is kind of doomsday because of the money. But the Jazz were a lot closer than you think. I mean, yeah, Donovan, how come you guys, the media, could never ask or pinpoint down? Was Donovan's ankle a high ankle sprain? Uh, why do we never know that? Why do we need to know that? He went for 39-9-9 <laughs> in the last game. Well, because a high ankle sprain, you know, you're ineffective. He went for 39-9-9, uh, so it must have not have been a high ankle sprain because he wasn't ineffective. Oh, that's kind of true. Um, <laughs> yes, for me! <laughs> he ignores kind of and celebrates the win. Well, here's the deal. I mean, if you outscore teams from three-point land between 12 and 25 points a game, you're dominant. Yet the Jazz were not dominant. It shows you, other than Rudy, if you... Put Rudy in the lineup. We're the best defensive team in the league because we shoot the quickest. If we only shot the average amount in the NBA, other teams would get less possessions. We'd be dominant number one defensive team. Without Rudy, I think this team is the bottom three defensive teams in the league. On-ball defending, unfortunately, I love Ingles, uh, Bogey, and Niang are the three slowest people in the NBA. So, Bad teams like Houston gave us a good game. Oklahoma City beat us. Minnesota, because they had these athletic young wings. They they can take you off the dribble. Same thing with, uh, with the Clippers. So the Jazz, what they need to do, because I know there's not many answers because of the finances, is basically bogey does not play any defense. He's a turnover machine. You can't have a turnover team that gets no turnovers. We're so slow, we don't create any turnovers. And unfortunately, our athletic player in Donovan is a terrible defender. He doesn't, he just, he doesn't play good defense. And Mike Conley was a good defender, and he can steal the ball, 
But he's like Stockton, the all-time leader in steals. In the end of his career, he was still getting two steals a game, but he wasn't a good defender. So this team is bad defensively. What we need to do is package bogey, give somebody our last year's first pick, because it's redundant, it's three deep, that's center, and try to move up and give your first-round pick to move up and get an athletic like man, like Beasley. If we can get a three and D... This team, because this team was close anyway. I think if we were healthy, uh, Phoenix isn't that great. Milwaukee stinks. Milwaukee will get beat 4-0. They are the worst at defending the three, and that's the most important thing in the NBA is defending the three. They are last in the league at defending the three. They give up like 39%. They, they won't even scare Phoenix. We weren't far off, but the future isn't good being over the salary cap and we got to get a three and can't D. complain about being can't complain about being over the salary cap for years. A complaint was the Jazz don't spend money. Now that they're spending money, you can't complain about being over the cap. Yeah, but forty million, forty million over. I yeah, mean, once once you're over, you're over. And we, and, we and, and look at the money. Look at the money you're going to be paying your top two guys. That's what you got to pay them if you're going to yep. keep them. But our team has to outscore teams. We're not going to go back and defend. It, it's it scares me to see Jai Crowder an important ingredient. Uh, but he does play defense. He'll shoot you out of the game sometimes, and he'll get hot, but because he defends his position, unfortunately, Niang actually is the best of the three at defense, and he's the slowest guy in the NBA. He's better than Joe. Joe's gotten slow, but Joe's important. Joe's got to stay to the, you know, he, he's just too valuable in other aspects. But Bogey, he's a guy who gets 25 points on a team that never wins because he can't defend, and he's a turnover machine. So he is a guy, a bigger contract you can dump, get rid of last year's first, give him this year's first, and maybe move up and get go for that athletic wing defender who's it's going to become contagious to play defense. Yeah, I don't think they're moving bogey. I don't think they're moving bogey to move up in the draft. You're moving bogey. You need veteran back. You need something proven, not something that's – so that's a reach. I mean, move up in the draft, sure, if you see your guy. You'll get an expiring contract, a guy like Jai Crowder. Jay Crowder, you, because you're right, the money's got to match. All right, thanks more for the, importantly, you can go thanks get for, three and D. And, and, and thanks for the call, like Rick. Getting a little slow. All right, Rick wants more uh, more athleticism around the perimeter. I think everybody's with him on that, but not yeah. trading Bogey to move up in the. Well, draft. I want more pitching in baseball, right? And uh, I want more speed in football. So, sure. I mean, they, there's no question that Clippers exposed them. Clippers had a great game plan, and the Jazz didn't adjust, or couldn't adjust, were unable to ju- adjust, maybe. They went with something I that like that better. Specifically in Game 6 just did not work. How do you make the Jazz matchup proof? From an from the other team standpoint you're talking about, or from the Jazz standpoint? From the depth thing, that's what the Jazz have to do in, in this offseason. You know, obviously, you don't get to where they were in the second round of the playoffs with the best record without having matchups that really work for you. And up 2-0, no less. And up, right, and up 2-0. And a big part of this is, you know, Mitchell staying healthy. It's obviously a big part of the mix. But when they go small ball, can you punish them? You know, is Rudy a better finisher in traffic against a smaller lineup? And at the defensive end of the floor... To Rick's point, although he meanders through the car wash and all that, but to Rick's point, 
can you stay in front of people so that Rudy doesn't always have to leave his guy to go help? Because teams are going to continue to put five shooters out there on the floor. If he's got to go help on your guy, now it's a scramble. On well, the maybe perimeter. he shouldn't have worried about helping and maybe should have worried about defending the corner three. Let him have the two. I mean, he's the only guy who can help? Well, he's the best guy who can help. But no, he's not the only. I would have tried something different. What the hell? At that point. You're going down the drain. You're going to lose. So to stick with the same thing was just every single Jazz fan. That was the most frustrating experience ever as a Jazz fan. I defy any Jazz fan to tell me they were more frustrated at any given point well, in the history just, of their fandom. It would be there's a, the most frustrating point until then is going to be Dick Bavetta in the finals. We can save everyone a slew of tweets oh, and phone calls. Oh, that's nonsense. People were very frustrated. They have remained frustrated and that's for a couple not, of decades. That, that's nonsense. The refs didn't cost you anything. Jordan would have just made a couple more threes if they would have taken away that one or given you the one you got. I'm so BFD, as they say, big flipping deal. <laughs> so that that that's not any frustration. That's frustration. I'm talking about as your your own team. So, no, there is no phone calls to be had. That was the most frustrating experience as a fan because you were watching it. You could see it coming. It was there repeatedly, and it wasn't like it was at least Reggie Jackson or uh, Beverly or somebody of least minimal renown in the league. Supposed to an unknown. Yes, it was complete and total Terrence Mann, who had no business doing that, and he did that. If that's not the most frustrating moment, I don't know what is, and I believe it is. All right, hit us up on Facebook. How many Jazz fans think it should be the Jazz who are up 2-0 in the finals right now? That is the question of the morning. I do. Alex says if we could have just stayed healthy, it's probable. But I see. I don't. I don't think that was the case. You don't think it was health? I. I don't think Terrence Mann had anything to do with the other team's health. He went for thirty-nine points. Come on, <laughs> and you're talking about your health. I would have bet my entire life and everyone's life. Donovan Mitchell, who supposedly was playing on, I don't know, what are we down to now? One toenail? Uh, A stump. <laughs> he goes for 39 and 9 and 9. And you're telling me that his scoring differential over Terrence Mann was zero? I would have never have thought that. Never, ever would have put money on that in Vegas. Yeah. One of those prop bets. Right. Didn't see Who's going to score more? Donovan Mitchell or Terrence Mann, and I know that Mitchell is scoring 39. <laughs> Donovan. <laughs> and But they were injured. Okay. Meanwhile, Kawhi Leonard was not only injured, he wasn't even on the floor. Maybe he was that game. He's sitting up in the box. And you let this guy, you let this guy score that many points because you're worried about somebody getting beat? That didn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense to me. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We are inching closer to football season. And you can tell, 
because of what's popping up on Twitter right now. And it's something BYU fans definitely want to see. Actually, I think you fans want to see it too. But I think you fans already know it's true. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. The playoffs may be over for the Utah Jazz, but the season never ends on the Zone Sports Network. From the NBA draft to free agency and on to the summer league, the Zone will be with the Jazz every step of the way as the Jazz front office builds for the future. Your exclusive home of Utah Jazz basketball is right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah. Let's count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness right here on the Zone Sports Network. Got college football writers tweeting out odds for the first weekend of the season. South Point in Las Vegas providing the numbers. And BYU, going into that opening week, a heavy favorite over Arizona. Is that a surprise? Uh, I didn't think it was going to be double digits. I guess no. I thought I thought if there was a number, it would be seven. Really? Yeah. A team that's lost like 12 in a row? I was going to say, against a team that bad. Against a team that is breaking in a new quarterback? So was the other team. Aha! <laughs> so play it safe and keep it closer. But they got BYU by, well, you want to take a shot at Point oh, spreads are good at. He's 15. 11. BYU by 11 over Arizona. Of course, we expect Arizona to be bad. So, Well, if you go to westcoastcfb.com, ESPN has BYU favored to win 10 of their 12 games this season. All right. They're favored right now, according to West Coast CFB. Dot com, which is ESPN's predictor that they're citing, they are favored to beat Utah, ASU, Boise State, uh, Washington State, Arizona, and Virginia. So, they, so not USC. And two Baylor. games in, and what? Who? Baylor. Baylor. Okay. So according, they, they do the percentage of chance to win rather mm-hmm. than point spread and all right. that stuff. So their first game. They have them at just uh, a a tick under 84% to beat Arizona. Yeah, they don't beat Arizona. My goodness. Red flags everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Blue flags. And then they've got two. The next two games are in the 50s, so it's viewed as a toss-up. They have them favored to beat the Utes at 525 so it's basically a toss-up because all those polls where they say they have a 5 or 8% margin of error or something like that when they do all those political polls, something along those lines, right? Yep. Uh, and then the Sun Devils, they're 54 and a half. So it's basically the those same. Those are toss-up-ish. Yeah. As of right now. Uh, you know, things could change, obviously. Well, they got them for Boise State. Boise, man, they got 78.7%. Yowza! And the ones that they have that they're favored, they're, except for the two that I just mentioned, the, the next two games, which would be their first two home games, obviously, the Utes and the Devils, uh, then everything else is decided. The next closest is Virginia at 62.7. Mm. Uh, so favored in 10 of the 12 and favored pretty heavily in 8. 
Yeah, like South Florida, 88%. Utah State, 87%. I already read you, Boise. Uh, Washington, 64%. Idaho State, of course, is darn near close to 100 And then uh, Georgia Southern, uh, 68 So, yeah, and then they have a, only a 31% chance of beating the Trojans uh, the September or, um, November 27th. USC opening the season against San Jose State. They're a 16-point favorite. The Pac-12 big favorites over a lot of Mountain West teams. UCLA's yeah, favorite. San Jose's coming off. Well, the, the conference title. Yeah, yeah. Some decent, uh, decent talent there. UCLA's a 17-point favorite over Hawaii, and that game's in Los Angeles. So another uh, wide margin there. The Aggies, Utah State is a 16-and-a-half-point underdog at Washington State. The close one is Cal's only four over Nevada, and Nevada is supposed to be pretty good in the Mountain West this well, year. Nevada, your Wolfpack, Nevada, mm-hmm. returns. Let me get the glasses on to look at this fine print. Nevada returns 93% of its production, and that includes both sides. Nice. Yeah. Loaded. So if you go by uh, just Who's bringing everybody pro- back? Returning production. And out of 127 teams at that level, Nevada has the sixth highest percentile at 93%. That Nevada-Cal game, uh, FS1, that'll be happening the, uh, the same time as BYU and Arizona. So that'll be something you can flip over to. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun, a fun uh, opportunity to watch some good football yeah. and see what's going to happen down the line there. Uh, so Nevada, we'll see if that plays out. Hawaii's eighth at ninety-two percent. It's funny. A lot of the non-power five or group of five, they've got a lot. Toledo's number one at ninety-seven. As far as bringing a lot of their Wyoming's uh, ninety-five, as is Louisiana. The a lot no- of their production back. The top power five in terms of production, ninety-five uh, percent also are the Devils. They are of all the power five programs and sitting there at last at one hundred twenty-seven. Returning only 35% is the BYU Cougars. Had some guys moving on, so that's not surprising. But if you're all concerned about that, just two spots away is Ohio State. Returning, uh, okay, Ohio State does not rebuild, they reload. Uh, I think they're already loaded. I don't know. They, <laughs> they don't even have to reload. Yeah, they just show up. We're here. Yeah, they Move start, over. Start practice. They start open with practice. a uh, conference game. They're playing Minnesota in the opener, and they're favored by 13. So Buckeyes get rolling early. Uh, the big games to watch week one, LSU. Uh, that, that Hawaii-UCLA game is one of those week zero games. So week one, when everyone else is kicking off, UCLA will be playing their second game, and they are a four-point underdog against LSU. So that'll be a big game. Oregon's supposed to start with a win by running Fresno State off the field. I mean, unless you're playing uh, Big Sky-type competition, I, I think they all are big games. There's no... They're all, they're all big. They all matter. They all count. Stanford and K-State is a pick game. That's on the, uh, on the Cowboys field in Texas. Well, Stanford has to decide a lot of stuff in their training camp coming up uh, next month. Who's going to be their quarterback? And they needed some receivers to emerge. So, yeah, they've got a lot of question marks. But it's college football. So many teams have question marks. And just because you have a lot of uh, your returning players 
play a return. That doesn't mean they're good. It just means they're returning. So, like for the Devils, I mean, they were 500. And one of the wins was uh, against a non-Division one opponent in Arizona. All of your production is back. But if your production wasn't very good... Yeah. I mean, so, you, you, you want good players. It doesn't matter if they're returning or not. You want good players. Just because they're returning... I mean, Herm Edwards is uh, 15 and 13, I think, against Division One opponents. So <laughs> they're returning guys who've been 500 their entire college careers. That doesn't mean they're great. It means they're 500, <laughs> basically. So, and three of those wins and against pathetic Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> hey, beat the teams below you in the standings. Doesn't do you any good to lose to them. Well, they better win now because they're man. They're going to go on forty-two years of probation, I guess. Forty-two. That's the number. Yeah, to honor Pat Tillman. DJ and PK. It's ninety-seven-five at twelve eighty. The zone. David Locke joins us next. Radio voice of the Utah Jazz. We'll get his thoughts on the Jazz and off-season moves and the NBA playoffs. Stay with us. It's ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone.